Hello and welcome to Parsha Pulse, episode 29. This week's Parsha is once again a double Parsha, and it is Behar Bechokosai. And it starts off with the mitzvah of the sabbatical year called the Shemitah. Once every seven years, all work on the land is supposed to stop, and anything that grows during that year becomes free for anyone to take. After seven cycles of these seven-year and then a Shemitah, so after seven Shemitahs, there is a 50th year called the Jubilee year, the Yovel, and on that year, similar to Shemitah, there's no work done on the land, but in addition, if someone had had a piece of land in the land of Israel that was an ancestral inheritance, and that person had lost all his money and was forced to sell that land, that sale would only go until this 50th year, this Jubilee year, and on that year, the land would go back to his possession. So the sale was always limited to up to 50 years to help that person have kind of a second chance in life to regain the property that he was forced to sell and try again. The Parsha also gives additional laws regarding selling land and the prohibition of fraud and dishonesty. The Parsha then has God's promise that if the people of Israel will keep the Torah, they will enjoy material prosperity, they will dwell in security in the land of Israel, and you know, everything will be nice and dandy. But on the flip side, there's a warning that if the Jewish people try to ignore their special calling as God's nation, God says he cares way too much about us to let us disappear, and there will be exile, persecution, and other terrible things that um, are sometimes a necessary evil to keep us from forgetting who we are. Nevertheless, God says that even when we are in the land of our enemies, he will not cast us away, nor will he ever abhor us to destroy us and to break his covenant with us, for he is the Lord our God. That is what God said in the sixth parsha. And the parsha then concludes with the rules on how to calculate the values of different types of pledges made to God. And that is the summary for this week's parsha. And now for uh, just a thought I'd like to share. It says in the parsha different things about helping your brother in a time of need if your brother loses money and needs help. And instead of using the term for fellow Jew, Re'acha, it uses the term Achicha, your brother. So on a simple level, that makes a lot of sense. We're talking about caring about a fellow Jew, and it's an important time to remind you he's like a brother. You should really be caring about him, taking care of him. So that is the basic reason why the Torah uses the term brother and not the term fellow Re'acha, fellow Jew. But there's an even deeper point that the Torah is trying to teach us and is a very important reminder for us in our lives. And that is what makes it so important to help a fellow Jew is because he's your brother. That might seem obvious, but in reality, we often have a much easier time helping people who aren't our brother than helping our actual brothers. So there are plenty of people who decide to dedicate their lives for helping other people, but this comes at the expense of their immediate family, of their brothers, their actual brothers, or their spouses or children. And it's very important to remember that we should be helping fellow Jews, but the reason we're helping fellow Jews is because they are considered close relatives to ourselves. And therefore, if we're helping other people at the expense of the actual immediate close relatives that we have, then obviously we're doing something wrong. We are over, overlooking the closer relatives and focusing on the slightly di- more distant ones. So it's extremely important to be helping the Jewish community and helping our brethren and the Jews around us. 
but it's also extremely important to make sure that we are not doing this at the expense of our most immediate family and we're taking care of them first and then taking care of everyone else hopefully um, we should not need to take care of any of our immediate family any immediate family members and we should always be able to focus on the jewish people around us but it's a very very important thing to remember immediate family comes first and afterwards everyone else so um, with that i'd like to wish you an amazing shabbos i hope you're able to spend it with immediate family um, and looking forward to next week. Thank you.